In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. This is episode number 33. My name is Tony Grubmeyer, and these are the real stories behind success. Today's guest is a chiropractor, a father, a husband, somebody who has spent so much of his time helping others. And I thought, what a cool way to serve him and his audience today is to literally take him up Success Mountain and learn all about how he's kind of overcome some of life's challenges, how he's been able to push through, how he's just been able to kind of be that constant. And then as we come down Success Mountain, he's going to share all all the things that are applicable and how you can apply them right now to your life. He talks about lifestyle, freedom, being a high performer, clarity, having a network. From Carmel, Indiana, please welcome to the show today's guest, Dr. Charles Livingston. Let's do it. All right. So, Charlie, I got a question for you. What is your definition of success? My definition of success. So, success for me is basically lifestyle freedom, freedom to do what I want when I want to be able to travel, to be able to spend time with my family, to be able to know that if if I have to work, I can work from a distance or I don't have to go to the office every day. I don't want to be married to a job, right? No, I like that. Early, early, like elementary, junior high and high school, what would have you said your definition would have been of success then? Oh man, to get straight A's and just be liked by everybody and, you know, be good at, you know, sports or playing an instrument or something like that. Just little accomplishments like that. Just no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, because you said lifestyle freedom, which, you know, it's a common theme. I've heard it a lot, you know, depending on the types of entrepreneurs that I have on the show, depending on their level of kind of success, but also just their upbringing, certain things kind of rise to the top, right? And this freedom piece is really important because you're like, I don't want to be tied down or married to a job, right? But I love what I get to do because I set my own hours based on kind of my lifestyle. And so I can incorporate a lot of what you have. Previous five years since getting married and now, what would you say has been the biggest kind of aha moment as we get ready to climb up Success Mountain today? And we're going to lay out some simple truths for people that what you've gone through is your kind of origin story brought you to where you're at, but life lessons are applicable if you take them and like say, well, hey, he mentioned this. I'm going to do some work around what that would look like in my life. So I'm kind of looking at like previous five years before you got married and then since five years, what your life's been like. Oh man, Uh, the past five years has just been crazy growth for me. And just, I think, you know, something I've been on a journey on for the last five years is this constant, never ending clarity of what I want to do in life, what I want my life to look like. So that's been one of the biggest things. The other thing is your network is your net worth. I'm a firm believer in a big part of happiness in life is relationships that you keep and then relationships that you make. And I'm really big on just meeting new people and just making new friends and seeing, you know, going with a servant mindset. So what can I do? Like when I approach somebody, it's never about what they can do for me. It's, you know, what can I do for them? So whenever I talk to people, I'm always thinking, you know, what do they need? What can I help them with? And I'm always listening for clues to see how I can help them. And that's, you know, just a philosophy that I've, I think I've had ever since I was younger, but it's just becoming more aware of it and just acting on it more. So previous back up a little bit longer for me, 
before kind of getting married, meeting your wife, kids, and all that other fun stuff. What was your life like as an entrepreneur, as just or as an employee, even for that? Oh man, I was a terrible employee <laughs> simply because I'm very. Uh, I like to think out of the box. I like to be creative. I like to do things my own way. But at the same time, I like working with people as well. But I guess I like to be in charge or you know, not be the one who's being told what to do. I like to come up with my own ideas, present them and, you know, execute on them. So there's a title in front of your name, which is awesome, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Doctor. Talk a little bit about your background. Oh, so I am a chiropractor by trade and I fell in love with chiropractic when I was in like eighth grade. I went and I shadowed one and I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. I had not great experiences with traditional medicine when I was younger. I'd always ask health questions and they wouldn't give me the answers that I was looking for really. And I just got tired of taking pills and drugs and things like that. I just, for me and the way that I value health, that was not the mindset that I had or the road that I wanted to go down. Not saying that there's not a need for something like that. I just think it is way overutilized. So, so just, did you wake up one day and just say, I'm done? I'm tired of running a practice? What was like that epiphany moment for you when you said, oh, isn't that interesting? I could do something different, but still use my skills and I could actually have what you put lifestyle freedom. <laughs> yeah. So my best buddy since kindergarten, we grew up together. We went to high school, went to college together. So after college, I went to chiropractic school. And he went on and just started doing stuff online. By the time I was out of chiropractic school, he was already a millionaire and I was a hundred grand in debt. So I was like, oh my gosh, what did you do? So that was kind of my introduction to internet marketing and marketing online. And so just talking with him, I practiced for five years. I really got, you know, saw him travel and just have this amazing freedom and lifestyle. And I was just like, I can't do that because I am stuck in an office and I can't get away, right? Because you don't get paid if you're, you're not, you're not, you know, practicing there. So at that point, I was just, you know, he was like, "Come with me, I'll show you the ropes." So he starts me in customer service for software, and I am like 100% science at this point. So I had a huge learning curve, but you know, I stuck with it and just started in customer service and worked my way up and learned about just totally consumed like so many books and courses and just immersed myself in marketing and I fell in love with it. And from there, we created a product and partnered together. And, you know, this product took a little bit, but eventually we ended up hitting number one on ClickBank, which at that time was the ebook place before Kindle came around and it blew up. And so that was kind of my start in my introduction. And it, it was just a complete whirlwind of, you know, learning business with a lot of hard knocks in between, right? A lot, no, of, I, a lot of mistakes I, to be made there. I think the piece like, you come out of college, right? Right. You're a hundred thousand dollars in debt and you look to your buddy who you kind of went through life together on the same path. And then all of a sudden he's a millionaire and you're in a hundred in debt. And you're like, uh, okay, so what happened? What did he tell you? Like, was there something that besides, oh, I'm a millionaire and you're a hundred in debt. Was there something that occurred to you? Like, wow, show me like how easy was it for you to get your friend to start saying, Hey, Charlie, like if, if you did this, you would learn this skill, this skill could lead you on. Like, just paint that picture just for a moment. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of it was just, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in just watching people's actions and just not what they say. So just, I knew him, you know, I knew his personality. I knew, you know, how he, his mindset was. And so that was just a big attraction to me just because he was practicing what he's preaching and just watching that 
growth. And he would just tell me some of the stuff, half the stuff I didn't understand what he was saying because like, <laughs> I just knew nothing about online, but just, you know, I caught his passion for it. Mm. And, you know, we grew up together. We have a lot of similar things. So I'm like, you know what? This sounds really cool. So I started doing my reading and then he was just enamored by marketing. He was a student of marketing and he was just showing me all these books and stuff he was reading. So of course I was like, all right, well, I'll start reading them. And then I fell in love with it. So I think a lot of it was just his passion for it and how much he absolutely was obsessed and loved this stuff. Just sucked me right in. Because, you know, going back to when you said you, I think it was eighth grade or eight years old, you got a shadow, a chiropractor and you're like, oh mm-hmm. man, I can't wait to do this when I grow up. Then you get to see and shadow somebody else and you're like, oh, I can't wait to do this when I get to live my life and have some lifestyle freedom. When did you kind of first experience like, all right, this is working and I'm really liking this. Had you already closed up your practice or were you kind of working full-time at your practice part-time on this new passion? Yeah. So I closed, I left one practice and then I started doing part-time at another while I was working with my buddy. And yeah, so I did both for a while and then I got to the point where you know, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go all in on online marketing. And did it work I, out pretty good? Yeah, it did. Start? It did. So as soon as I went, you know, all in, it just started to grow and scale rapidly. I was able to spend a lot more time on it. Now, I absolutely loved being a chiropractor. I'm not going to say that because I, I love taking care of patients. I love the power of just the healing method itself. I've seen a lot of crazy things happen. And, you know, I will never forget that. One thing I didn't like was a lot of the politics involved with mm. medicine dealing with some of that. So that was, that was a bummer, I guess one of the, but that's with anything, right? But you're like, you know, you're a fitness guy. So you run a couple of boot camps where you have people come in and actually run them, but you've got them started off the ground or you took over a franchise. However, you're fit. Like every time I'm in a seminar, just a couple of weeks back, I'm with Ed O'Keefe and Ezra's pitching and talking and sharing what he's doing. And all of a sudden here comes the abs. They all want to show Charlie's abs. <laughs> so where does that come from? Besides you're a fitness guy, have you always been in shape or was there a period of time where you just were not that guy and you're like, wow, I just am out of shape. And there was like that epiphany moment where you're like, I'm going to actually work on my body along with my mindset and everything else. All right. I will give you 100% honesty here of how all this happened. All right. We're ready. When I was in junior high, I came to the realization that I was never going to be tall. I was a short, skinny kid with a giant head at that point. So... I was like, okay, so how do I get a girlfriend? The only way that I'm going to be able to do this is not grow taller. And of course, you got to look at this at a kid's mindset, right? I can only grow wider, so I'm going to have to start building muscle. So come about 16, you know, I started weightlifting like crazy. started taking creatine. By the time my senior year rolled around, I had put on about 20 pounds of muscle mass. And then I had just built the habit of working out so long that, you know, it was to the point where every day that I missed, you know, I, I lifted at that time like five or six days a week. And hmm. every time that I missed, I felt horrible. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing to yourself? So it was like this habit that you built that's healthy. And then it just became a part of my life. And if I don't do it, then I feel bad and I don't feel as good as I, you know, have built myself up to be. So I've just literally continued that for. You know, I've cut back, you know, sometimes I'd lift three times a week, sometimes I'd lift four. And it's not that I love lifting because I don't, I like the results of the lifting mm. uh, and eating healthy. But yeah, it's just something I just started when I was younger simply because I wanted to have a girlfriend. <laughs> All right. So this is awesome. This is a lot of interesting stuff today. Like, right. Like, so 
I went through some life cycle with you, figured it out, then got your five years, figured some stuff out. You went from like serving every single day, helping people to mixing it up and you still serve every day and help people because in your introduction on your definition of lifestyle and success is like, you're a giver. You love, you love helping people. And there's something magical in being able to identify that and actually live that out. And that's the process that I know. That's why you're in my favorites. You're not just some guy under the doctor category of my phone. You're like in my favorites, right? I got like 15 people in my favorites. So I scroll and I'm like, Dr. Charles, I'm gonna call him today and check in on him. That's why I've been able to build, I think, a business is a care. And when I talk to you or anybody who describes you, you always come back with, he just cares. And that is such a, like a, just a powerful ingredient and a, just a great way to live life. Have there been some pivotal people in your life kind of helping you to this point that maybe have become good mentors, coaches, just people that really instill kind of that mindset in you? Because I think you already have it, but it's kind of like they just tighten the screw a little bit just to remind you every single day, like, hey, man, I need to show up a certain way. Yeah. So I like to have like different mentors for different areas of my life. Like I have one for wealth building. You've actually been one of my mentors just in the supplement industry because you've helped me navigate and steer away from you know, people or areas that I need to avoid, which has been extremely helpful and helped me to just grow my knowledge base in this industry. And then, you know, my friends, I have mentors. I look up to them spiritually and yeah, there's, there's just quite a few I've got, you know, spiritually. You have, a good, you have a good buddy who's like a spiritual advisor, a pastor or whatnot, because yeah, you wrote a yeah. book like a year, a year and a half ago, Starfish. So you have these people that show up in your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've met quite a few of them who've just, you know, it's one of those things where they've all impacted me in some way with that aspect. And, you know, I guess like I do have mentors, but then along the way, one of the things I always keep in the back of my mind is that anybody that I meet is somebody I can learn something from. Mm. And so whenever I'm talking with people, I'm always like listening on another, I guess, what, another level to just see, you know, what I'm able to learn from them that makes I, them. Think, I love, right? I love that. That's really makes cool. sense. Yeah. I mean, so one of these kind of weird thoughts that kind of struck me last week, I was in a little bit of like prayer meditation and I don't know where it came from. I don't know any more than this idea of start every day as a beginner and allow the world to be a teacher. Now there's good teachers and then there's bad teachers, but be mindful that you have something to learn today. And if you're willing to be in that mindset, then I think you're in the beliefs mindset that you're growing. And so like you walk into a room, don't know something. I go, Hey, what do you think? You're like, dude, it was fascinating. You should have heard this guy. He said this. I'm like, you've never heard that before. He goes, Oh yeah, but he delivered it in a completely different way. Yeah. So I'm saying just start every day as a beginner and be willing to learn. And if you can do that, I'm sure you can take something from every day you've ever lived and learn that those are a bunch of lessons that have been being taught. And you just finally showed up as a student ready to learn. And that's the teachable bucket that I think we all need to stay. We need to stay in the teachable bucket. Oh, for sure. All right. So we're climbing up success mountain. And here's the question that I kind of just want to pivot to for a moment. I mean, everything up our journey has been crystal clear. It's super smooth. Like there is a rope along the mountain and it's easily to grab. Like you're just climbing perfectly. What is an obstacle that's been hard on your climb up success mountain that you've experienced that you could share? Just something that you've experienced and maybe it was a setback for a comeback or just something you noticed that was a slip up that caused you to kind of twist your head around and go, not going to do that again. Oh my gosh, there's so many, right? I guess one of them is just, you know, learning to say no to more things because I'm a very yes-driven person. Like I get excited about 
pretty much anything. If somebody gives me an idea, I get super excited about it because I can think about 10 different ways to either to monetize it or to market it or, you know, things like that. So it's one of those things where, you know, it's a curse of the entrepreneur, the shiny object syndrome, right? They're just making sure that you can, you know, pick your battles and have time to focus on them. So I think one of my biggest weaknesses in all this stuff is just, you know, for me is the ability to focus. That is probably one of my biggest struggles that I fight every day. Have you mastered anything around that to help you? Like when, you know, like they tell athletes, like when you know you're in the zone, you're actually out of the zone, you're not there, right? So like kind of once you know it, you're like, oh, I want to get back to that. So I need to do more things to help me. Are there some things that come up from time to time and you're like, oh, I haven't been going to the gym three days a week. Oh, I haven't been eating as healthy and clean as I should be. What do you usually do to get yourself back? Just a decision and you just go for it or do you have some tips and tricks that you can share? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So one of the things, it just happens when you get a lot of stuff going on, you tend to forget the things that, you know, help you to focus in to get things done fast because it's easy to get analysis paralysis. You were like, holy crap, I got a ton of stuff to do. And then you just sit there and stare at stuff and don't get stuff done. So one of the things that has helped me for that is I bought a pair of those Muse, uh, you know, I'm talking about it's the meditation app with the head, the portable EEG. Yep. That measures your brain waves and it gamifies meditation. And that's helped a lot. I notice when I'm consistent in doing that daily that it's easier for me to hone in and focus. The other thing is an extension I put on my browser is called, it's like a, it's a tomato thing, the timer. It's a Pomodoro technique, I think. So it's, you set it for 25 minutes. And so you got 25 minutes sprint and then you get a five minute break. So I try to use that. So that way I'm not like just trying to sit there and, you know, work for hours and then not because over time you start to wear down and degrade. So if you do the, the short sprints like that, that I think that helps a bunch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break with Dr. Charles Livingston today. We've been talking a little bit about, I think, this idea of making sure that you don't overthink too much and don't fill yourself up with so much, but be focused on exactly what you'd like. So here's a gentleman who ran a practice, life's great, and he loved what he was doing. He loved serving and helping people, but somebody opened his mind to a different way of thinking and showing him like, look, you can have the lifestyle freedom you want. You can work the hours that you love. You can spend time with your family. And I think you'll just feel as if not more fulfilled, you'll find a way to still serve people. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back with Dr. Charles. We're not going to leave him on a cliff for too long because uh, the guy (laughs) has tons of work to do. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about his incredible wife and kind of watching this journey from the last six months of something that she went on that was inspiring. And I know that she inspired a lot of people to try something different. We're going to be talking about just his network. He was talking a little bit about this network is his net worth. What I want you guys to catch from here is just all the little things that he's dropping, the little clarity things, the muse, all the little things that you can put into your arsenal of goodness so you can go out and serve your community, your world, and your family better. So we'll be right back with Dr. Charles Livingston on the Be Fulfilled Show. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. And we are back on the Be Fulfilled Show. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Today's special guest, my good friend, Dr. Charles Livingston, full-time chiropractor. One day his friend says, look, let me show you a way. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well... He didn't really say it in this context, but the concept is I'm a million dollars richer and you're 
$100,000 in the, you know, what do you want to call it, bucket of paying back student loans. I've got something I've been doing. How would you like to learn? Yes, you ran a practice. You had all these amazing things going on in your life, but you opened your mind to that possibility and you said yes to learning. And since then, you've been able to take a number one product on ClickBank to turn it into an amazing supplement company with another partner, consulting practice, been able to give you time, freedom, and flexibility to travel and do a lot of incredible stuff. And that I think that's part of your give back bucket. Running boot camps, you've helped really teach and show people the ability that you can have some time freedom in other areas of your life. You've been married five years, two kids. And I want to talk right now real quick on our journey down Success Mountain about your wife and the last six months or so of a journey that she went on and some of the lessons maybe you learned personally. So less about Brittany, more about what you learned in watching her over the last six months. Yeah. Um, wow. So my wife decided one day that she just wanted to do a fitness competition, which is in fitness, there's the physique, which is like the bodybuilder. There's figure, which is kind of more muscle, but not like bodybuilder muscle. And then there's bikini, which is more the the most feminine of the three for the women's. And she wanted to do the bikini competition. And she set out to do it and it was, you know, she started, I think she's done this for a year and the first like four months or so, like she hit a wall. She was so, her personality is very obsessive. So when she's in, she's 150% in and that's great, except that sometimes that personality type gets extremely stressed out. And what happens is she got so stressed about trying to follow everything to a T that she stalled her weight loss and her muscle gains. So as soon as the trainer recognized this and was like, all right, let's just push the show back. Instantly, she started dropping weight and gaining muscle. It was crazy. It was like the weight had been lifted off her shoulders. And so, you know, she took a small little break and then she started up again. And, you know, it was just, she made, you know, a bunch of gains and like muscle wise and lost weight. And she just looked incredible. So she just had her show last Sunday or last Saturday, and she got seventh, the first five place. So her very first show, she got seventh. And, you know, was extremely proud of her. She worked so hard. She looked amazing. And through this entire process, she, it was fun to watch her become passionate and find purpose in something other than, you know, raising kids, which not saying that's bad, but I also think that stay-at-home moms, they get so wrapped up in that type of thing that they kind of lose their identity, right? So this was just her thing that it's like her, she made a new set of friends. It's her way to express herself. And now after that, she also decided that she wants to sign up and get her certification in nutrition, which is awesome. And then I think from there, she's either going to become a trainer or she's going to, you know, do something online or something like that. So it's been an amazing journey, minus the times when she's gotten really hangry at me. Because when when you're very dialed in like that, it's easy for you. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> so so after her competition, I know that there's this love affair with donuts. Oh my gosh, man. So how many that, donuts were lined up for her and how many boxes of donuts did she actually consume? Oh, so we have this thing between us. So our favorite dessert is donuts. So whenever I travel or whenever we travel, we're always finding the gourmet donut places in the area and we'll, we'll go there and have some donuts. Well, there's this one place in Chicago that she loves and I was at a business trip up there and she told me that 
I had to bring these donuts home. And these donuts are like, you know, it cost me like $60 for 18 donuts, right? So they're not cheap, but, you know, she's like, you either bring this home or you don't come home. <laughs> so I was fine, I'll bring them home. So we had, I had 16 donuts all laid out for her to eat. And she did not eat 16 donuts. She didn't eat that many, but we both indulged in a lot of donuts the past uh, probably three days. We had a lot of donuts. But yeah, that was kind of her reward. She, and that's literally the only thing she talked about, like for the past three days leading up to the competition was just as soon as she's done, she gets to eat these donuts. So it was, it was funny. You know what? You know, what's so cool. A couple things, the highlight of me asking you the question and then you're like, oh my gosh. And then you had all this awesome stuff to talk about, about Brittany. The other things that I got out of this little piece, which was really helpful for me, you were able to identify some new things that she learned, right? She was able to do some stuff for herself, go through the sacrifices. I know that she sacrificed a lot. Like when you are committed to your word, you don't eat like everything that everybody else is on a specific Thanksgiving holiday or a birthday or New Year's. And your program is like, I'm committed, right? So she went through that whole process. And then you also said like she made some new friends and now she came out of it and she wants to get certified. Like, it's so interesting. We just say yes, right? We say, oh, today I want to sign up for this bikini competition, but you don't know what is to come from it until you get started doing it. Don't you think that's a lot like being an entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. Right? Like you just say, hey, I'm going to do this and I don't know where it's going to end, but I'm going to enjoy the journey. Exactly. Um, Yeah. What is something on your journey that has surprised you about your skills or your abilities that have gotten you to where you're at today? Oh man, I guess. So I came from a hundred percent science. Like I had taken zero business classes or courses or marketing courses and in chiropractic school. I mean, you know, they really don't teach you a lot about business. It's kind of like, Hey, when you get out, just open your doors and people will come. Well, that mm-hmm. never happens. And so that's an area that, you know, we struggled in at first. So, you know, I, we had to learn business and marketing the hard way. And without having any business classes, like I literally learned from the school of hard knocks and just reading and reading and reading and going through courses. And so just having the ability to make money and know the entire process of creating businesses, you know, we've created six, seven, eight figure businesses from this consulted with $20 million companies and just uh, having the skill set to be able to do that and feel confident about that. I think that's probably one of the things that I'm very surprised at coming from like zero business experience in a hundred percent science. Yeah. When that is applied, you're like, wow, this formula is weird. It actually makes sense. And I didn't see it being formulated this way. Right. Like I think a lot, even when we've known each other coming up, I think on four years, And I remember how you came into my life. You were a digital lead in a system and landed on somebody at our company's desk as a wholesaler. And I'm like, who's this Dr. Charles Livingston? Like, it's not like I don't see doctor's names cross the page, but then I Google and I'm like, dang, this guy is jacked. He's in shape. Oh, that's the kid who said he wasn't going to grow any taller. So he might as well figure out how to get abs. And then he used those abs to get the girl of his dreams. I love that about you. I love the simple (laughs) fact that you're always thinking a little bit different than how a lot of people think, which is you're like, okay, cool. So I'm going to take, I've got this skill, but I'm going to learn all of these other skills and it's going to leapfrog me as Ed O'Keefe says, or get me a little bit ahead. That's what I love. I mean, you're wearing glasses right now that knock out the blue light. You're in Carmel, Indiana. I've had the chance to be in your office. You work with some incredibly talented people. You're in the office from another guy next to you, Matt Callen. What company does he run? He runs Pay Kickstart, Pay Kickstart. which is yeah, which is a really cool shopping cart type app. Yeah. 
And so you're surrounding yourself with all these people. And I look out through our video. So if you're listening to this, I just want to describe what I see really quick. I see just a really gorgeous day, nice scenery, lounge chairs in the area. It's not his home. It's an office and the office is set up for him to succeed. And I think that's a lesson that I also have taken from you is make sure you have all the right tools around you. If not constantly be learning, like you were talking about, I think Randy going to Chicago, all the things that you're Mm -hmm. doing, you're surrounding yourself with people to help you constantly get better, which is the other piece in the growth for me is constantly be improving yourself. And that kind of goes back to that lifestyle freedom. So what are some things as we get down to the bottom, we're going to jump into the fulfillment round that your lifestyle freedom has created for you over the last couple of years? Just I know you're not a big bragger, so I'm not asking you to brag. Just share some like, got to go this. I've been able to do this. And this is some of the things I've been able to travel and see and do. Well, we've got to take a lot of great vacations with me and my wife, me and business partners, me and my family. So we travel, you know, oh my gosh. I Last year, I probably traveled two times a month every somewhere. But a lot of those were workations, right? So I'm going for business so I can write all that stuff off because I'm always like, I like to be able to you know, wherever I go, I try to do some business too. Sure. Um, That's just because I love what I do, right? So whether it's going to a conference to learn at a nice location and just being able to explore the city or town that it's in and go eat out with amazing people, you know, that's, it's just something that has been awesome being able to live that type of a lifestyle. Um, we've, We've been able to have our dream house, my wife and I, it's exactly set up and it's what we envisioned. What's cool is like I was renting first because I, I wanted to just wait to find the perfect house. And so we just wrote down everything that we wanted and, you know, we just waited and, you know, prayed on it and just said, when it's time, just let us know. And then just out of the blue, it like my realtor called me. It's like, I have the perfect house for you. And, you know, if I could have a dollar for every time somebody said that. So I was like, all right, all right. So we went and checked it out and I was like, oh my gosh. And it just, at that time, it wasn't the right time. So you know, we were bummed, but we came back or they came back to us within a couple months and said, we'll work a deal for you out. Let's make this happen. We want to get rid of this now. Wow. So they did. It worked out. Yeah. And, and a lot of stuff is so interesting how it just kind of works. And I know you're a believer. You got faith behind you and all these amazing things happen, but that's the cool thing about you. Like a lot of your process is the correct process in my belief system is to put your trust and faith and then be mindful of what's going on around you. And then when you feel it, act it, and you know that you're doing it because it's the right intention, great things happen. All right. And so I love that about you. So what I'd love to do is jump into the fulfillment round as we wrap up today. And I know there's ways that people can learn about you, right? They can go to Facebook and type in Charles Livingston and you'll see his smiley face. I think his wife is in an yeah. Indianapolis Colts jersey. Your wife's there. I know that you can go to perfectorigins.com and you can learn more about Dr. Charles. When we first started working together, I remember we had this insert with your smiling face and your abs showing. I'm so glad that we don't have to use that anymore. I mean, all <laughs> the women never got any work done. They were just drooling over this. Do I really need to put this insert in the box today? Is this what I have to do? I'm like, well, what else would you like to do? So I'm just grateful that we have that cleared up now. And we actually are back to the professional Dr. Charles Livingston look. All right. So the fulfillment round's straightforward. Bunch of random questions, no points, no value. Other than we're going to get some value from you and learn a little bit about you. There are also left and right questions out from left field, right field. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything current, but I'll be kind and be really easy on you to start. Your favorite cheat food besides donuts, if you know today is a good day just to have no worries around food for you? Pizza. Pizza. Pepperoni, what do you like on your pizza? 
I usually like a meat lover's pizza. Pepperoni, sausage, bacon, mushrooms. Thin crust or Chicago? Ooh, uh, most of the time thin crust. If I'm in Chicago, I like a good Chicago deep dish. I won't lie. Cool. Do you have a favorite place around you that if you know if you called them up tonight, they deliver that ultimate pizza for you? Yes. There is a place that's right down the road called Some Guy's Pizza. Cool. One of the things going on vacation, right? What's something that besides the lifestyle and the freedom that you love, what's something that vacations have taught you to enjoy more of in your life? Presence, gratefulness, thankfulness. I'm a beach bum. I love the beach. So if it's vacation, 95% of the time we're headed to the ocean somewhere. And I just, it energizes me. It calms me down. And it's just a place where I can focus on being present and just sit on the beach, read a book. I'm happy as a lark, right? I like that. Do you by any chance, are you the person that you would find playing beach volleyball? Would you be playing a beach game? Or are you more of like a lounger, read a book, just relax and have a good time? I would say 80% of the time, just lounging, reading a book. But, you know, I'll definitely play beach volleyball too. All right, beach volleyball. Is your wife athletic? Yes. She actually won the state tourney for tennis when she was in high school. Oh, very cool. I like that. Also, a couple questions for you. You and your wife go out tonight. It's not pizza and it's not donuts. And you, you guys found yourself maybe in your local town or on vacation. Is there a specific type of food that just, you know, besides that just breaks your heart wide open? You're like, oh, I need to have more of that. You know what? And we just had this last night and it is a, there's a little Vietnamese place and it's what they call pho noodles, I think. Uh, pho? Yeah. Or pho, if you're yeah, around pho, here, pho. there's some really bad names for what people put at the end of pho, just so we're clear. <laughs> so that, and then they have these little like rice paper spring rolls, like, I think they call them like goy rolls or something. It's mm. got like shrimp and you know beef or pork or something in it with vegetables and wrapped in the, it's like a sticky rice paper that's like kind of chewy and gooey. And they have like a little peanut sausage dip with it. So those are, that or sushi, that's the other go-to. I like it. If you had to pick a theme or a movie that best represents your journey so far as an entrepreneur up until this point, would you classify? I'm going to read several and you can just pick the one and then I'll ask you why. Okay. The Never Ending Story, Slumdog Millionaire, Gladiator, The Notebook, Obsession, Mission Impossible, Field of Dreams, Titanic, The Goonies, or Netflix and Chill? Oh, man. Probably The Goonies simply because, you know, I... I just see it like it's an adventure and I love to do it with friends. So like all the partners that I have are friends of mine that I care deeply about and like to be on that journey with them. And it's, I just see it as an adventure. It's, it's like fun, right? I like it. If you got to the end today, right? I'm just going to, I'll preface it this way. So it's really, really clear. You got to the end and you're like, you know, Tony, up until this point so far in my life, I wish that more people would do what? so that they could actually have more of their lifestyle freedom for themselves. What would you think if you could just kind of state that in the world in such a way that it was viral, that everybody heard it, everybody saw it, and everybody felt it? Like if you guys would just slow down, take a moment, and implement what into your life, you could have that lifestyle freedom that you've always dreamed and you could stop working so hard. What would that word or statement be? Um, I would say... First and foremost, serve others, you know, be a servant leader, no matter what you do, just be a servant leader. And then after that, just don't be afraid to take a risk and have faith, right? Don't do anything stupid, but you know, you know, you know, think about it and don't just jump head in, but yeah, just have faith in yourself and your God and 
that things will work out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the unstoppable Dr. Charles Livingston. Somebody just, like I said, man, one of those go-to people in my Rolodex, somebody I know if I need somebody to talk to a chiropractor or somebody who's just super knowledgeable about something, I'm phoning a friend and I'm like, hey, I need you to meet this guy or gal. Next thing you know, I get a text back. Thank you. That was so incredible. Such a really just a servant person. And I got that yesterday from a friend who I introduced you to. And he was like, man, thank you so much for introducing me to Dr. Charles. He was so awesome. He was so nice, down to earth, just easy to talk to. I'm like, that's because I like surrounding myself. Like you said, <laughs> your network is, you know, your network is your net worth. I just like surrounding myself with good people. And you're just some of the good people I love to be around. And so thank you for being a guest today on the show. Anytime, my brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember this one thing, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, Look up Dr. Charles Livingston, follow him on Facebook, get to know this amazing individual. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, just choose to make today the best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at drainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever. Forever.